I got an email from her um, last week and she just crossed the $10,000 mark this month. Yay! It's her first $10,000 month. Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I'm super glad that you're here with us today because I have my amazing guest, Chuck here. Chuck, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks, Michelle. It's so awesome to be here with you today. Excellent. So give everybody the kind of 5,000 foot view of who you are and what you love to do. Yeah. So uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I know that term gets way overused, but I've been kind of doing this since 1995 and, you know, a few, few businesses uh, between now and that time. And, uh, and so what I do is I work with businesses to help them uh, grow their business by increasing their reach through referral partners and affiliate networks. And you know how nice it is to receive a referral and say, here's a new client for you, or here's a new customer, and it just shows up in your inbox. Well, that's what we do. We, we get other people to send you new customers all the time through referrals. And so a lot of fun. And uh, so I do that and invest in other businesses and uh, just basically help them with their marketing and help them grow. Nice. I love that. So what made you decide to go into kind of the affiliate side or joint venture side of business? Yeah, well, the uh, first of all, I started there and my first online business in 1999 was uh, earning money as an affiliate, um, re referring people to uh, internet ISPs and to long distance providers. And so the more referrals we could send them, the, more, the bigger our checks became. And so it was really where we got our start. And then I got into paid advertising, running paid advertising campaigns for, uh, for our clients uh, on Google and Facebook. And as an investor was an owner in an ads agency, which thank goodness I got out of uh, about a year ago. It was a very happy exit <laughs> for me, but, but paid ads has, it, it's just, I, I love the fact that you can just open your wallet and pay for traffic and, and, and get new customers, but it is becoming increasingly more expensive and, uh, and frustrating. And the leads you get don't really convert as well. And I noticed that whenever someone would send me a referral, that my conversion rate on that was almost 100%. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, let's see, can we do more of this? And right. uh, so about 10 years ago, we signed up uh, a, a main partner who sent us a client. And we get clients on autopilot. Uh, they send us new referrals. We haven't had to have a website. We haven't had to have any social media presence. We had to haven't do any of the things that people would typically need to do to get clients because they're just always there. So it got me thinking, well, wait a minute. We've got this one partner that sends us all these clients. Can we get more? Turns out it's true. You can get more. <laughs> and, and, and so now not only do that, we do that for our own businesses, uh, we're helping people do that for, for theirs as well. Very cool. So how do you get affiliates without having a website? 
Yeah, so, or well, do you mean you don't have a public facing website? Don't have a public facing, but website. you have a domain and you have affiliate links and all that kind of. Fun yeah, stuff. yeah. And so, well, originally, and mm-hmm. keeping things simple because I'm a big believer in keeping things really, really simple, mm-hmm. is email. Believe it or not, right? Mm-hmm. And so they just emailed us the information, and then we were able to then follow up with the client and 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 sign them up. And so, so. Starting really simple, we just did with email, and uh, and now we're fully integrated. Right in, it's evolved. Right now, we're really integrated into that partner's business. They have a course. Uh, we've put our information right into their course, so it just keeps getting better and better. But at the beginning, it was getting them to agree. That was the the harder part at first. It's like, hey, will you send us your leads? And we're like, well, we don't know. We don't know if we trust you. We don't know if this is a good thing to do. Might confuse people. And they actually said no to me for seven months. (laughs) (laughs) But on the eighth try, they said yes. Yay, eight times a charm. (laughs) Yeah, and 11 years later, you know, and uh, several million dollars in sales, uh, we're both really, really happy and 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 doing even more together. So, so you know, great, you know, persistence for sure. But uh, but yeah, keeping it simple. I mean, and still today, we don't have a website that we use. It's all done through just integrating right into our partners' uh, program and their product, and we don't need to do any of that. It's really just we do a monthly webinar, and that's it. That's really all we need to do to support it. And so it can be done really, really, really simply. Nice. I love that. And so I think it's just a matter of semantics because a lot of people call a website something that is public facing that you can type in and get that domain and you see something there. <laughs> Whereas to me, it's anything attached to a URL. So it's, um, right. <laughs> but I, I love the premise because, you know, if you are registering even through Zoom and things like that, it can all be done in emails and replays and sales and all that kind of fun jazz. Where do you sell them to sign up for the course if it's not a website? Well, that one there, we actually started off with just uh, scheduling one-on-one Zoom calls. Uh, the The program that we were signing up to at the time was $2,000. So we're like, hmm, well, we could write a sales page that tries to sell all of this. And, and this is the thing that we, we work with our, with our clients as well. Everyone wants a sales page that you can just send people to and they will just sign up. But honestly, what I found is there's no better thing than doing a Zoom call, whether it be a one-on-one Zoom call or a group Zoom call, whatever it is, get on a Zoom call and actually talk to them live. And that has been the most effective thing. Uh, and then and then aside from that, our second most effective thing, what we did was we started doing what we call video proposals. And we were uh, so instead of setting up a sales page that everybody goes to, we would actually record a personal note, a personal video for that client say, hey, we're so glad you came into our world. And we'd call them by name and tell them all the details of the program and send them. And the first time we sent out that video, 80% of the people that we sent one of those personal video notes to uh, signed up as a client. Nice. A lot of work, but so right? worth it. Right? <laughs> nice. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. So now who are you working with mostly? Well, I, my clients today tend to be a lot of coaches, uh, consultants, course creators, people with a, a program and something that they want to sell. 
And, uh, and so take course creators, for example, they want to sell their course uh, on a regular basis. And so they might be working their list, they might be running ads on Facebook or Google. And what we do with them is say, okay, well, let's, let's get you uh, referral partners to send, send people to, to your course. And uh, of course, then the challenge is you've got to do the outreach uh, to them. How do you get uh, get these affiliate partners. And what we discovered was, I mean, and you've probably seen it where you get this outreach, let's say in LinkedIn saying, hey, I'd really like to connect with you. And, and, and you say yes. And then the very next message you get from them is this long-winded message about all the different ways they can help you and help turn you into a customer for their business. And it's like, nah, not going to happen. <laughs> so, and nobody really wants to do that kind of outreach as well. It's, it's really... Um, not a great thing to do. But the wonderful thing about coaches and uh, course creators is a lot of them already do some form of public speaking or are not afraid to do public speaking. And we discovered connecting the dots between podcasting or speaking events and building their affiliate network was the easier thing to do. So we created this program called Podcasting for Partners where it was uh, go out there and get yourself booked on podcasts and then, uh, you know, or start up even better, start a podcast, because if you send a message to someone saying, hey, would you like to be on my podcast? Almost everyone says yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. And and so now you're into instant conversation and then through a process in, of of just one step after another, turning those podcast guests or hosts into affiliate partners. And everyone says yes. So it's kind of overcome the whole, you know, ugly outreach problem because mm -hmm. hey would you like to be on my podcast as a pretty simple message to uh, send and almost everyone says yes to it and then uh, now you can do it very intentionally so you can look for the people who've already got influence over your ideal audience or your target customer and then you can look for this way to uh, you know to get into relationship with them so it's it's really a great and it's great networking tool as well i mean if you want to get into partnership conversations or any type of conversation with someone we have found that podcast interviews uh, both as a guest as or as a host is the easiest way to do that right now right well and i don't think i've ever refused anybody that said hey can we promote your product <laughs> Like, no, no stop I it. don't think Go I'll, away. I don't think I'm receiving new customers today. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and people don't look at it that way. I think that's the reason I started my podcast in the first place was to create more of a relationship with JV partners because we didn't really have a, an opt-in to a, a sale to a like it, we we didn't run the normal gamut. So it was kind of difficult to create a joint venture relationship. It's like, hey, how do you get your referrals? Well, they're all referrals. And you kind of call us and go, hey, you have to go work with Michelle. So when I started the podcast, it was like, hey, can I help promote you on this? And then that way I got to go first. It was a great way to be able to um, bring people on board and, and promote their products and services to our community. And our community loved it. So I went, hey, this is awesome. <laughs> we will do more of this. It's a lot of fun to do and nobody says no to it. I have not had a single person yet when I've invited them to a podcast and I do have an ulterior motive. Okay. I do want to get into relationship with that person and hopefully do more uh, together with that person, but it all starts somewhere, right? So, mm -hmm. Hey, would you like to be on my podcast works? 
And uh, nobody has ever come back to me going like, hmm, let me think, do I want to be on your podcast? How many downloads do you get? And, <laughs> you know, you know, what's your reach and all of that? Because when you do that in the ad world and you do that in, in other worlds, those are always the questions you get back. Mm -hmm. But podcasts, everybody wants to be part of a podcast. Uh, it's a really good time. Now that might evolve, but right now uh, in this time, uh, sort of, I don't know if we're allowed to say post-pandemic. Um, <laughs> Sure we are. Yes. Uh, two years Definitely. after the pandemic started, <laughs> uh, right? Because it was a great solution to, um, you know, networking where we weren't able to go to events and stuff. So how are we able to still network and get partners and build our networks? Well, podcasting, uh, you know, really took off in this, this big, you know, accelerated virtual world. And, uh, and now, even with events opening back up again, people are still embracing this, right? And so oh, podcasting is still huge. Virtual events, just at a virtual event this past weekend. And we're wondering, will we, will we even go back and do live events in a hotel room and, right. uh, and all of that anymore? Right? Well, and we were kind of laughing at as event hosts going, like, why would I host an event somewhere? It's a lot of work getting people to fly in and do stuff. Like, this, this online thing really rocks. And one of the things that I like and love about podcasts, say, versus webinars, which we also do, is the evergreenness of it. So even though I might have interviewed somebody three years ago, people are still going and downloading that episode, which is fantastic because it allows people to see things when they're ready to see it which to me is always the best in the proverbial case of when the student's ready and the teacher will show. Like teacher's been there for three years now, but <laughs> they're ready for it. So it shows up and, and that works perfectly. Absolutely. I, I love, I love the word evergreenness, by the way, because <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to steal that, steal that one. <laughs> it's yeah. All yours. yeah, no, it, it, that, that's a good one, but that, that, that's exactly right because a podcast episode, and if you do it right, a lot of people, the way they do their podcasts, it's kind of a one and done sort of thing. So it's published and then you never look at it again. But if you really connect the dots between this great content that needs to live longer than seven days, really. Like, and uh, and then the connection that happened, uh, and you can turn. What we try to do is we try to turn every one of our podcast episodes into an evergreen marketing piece that we can continually drive traffic to. Because if the content's relevant today, it should be relevant a year from now, or maybe even two years from now. So why not continually promote that episode? I love that. So. You mentioned that your ideal clients are, well, the majority of the clients you're getting right now are the coaches, authors, speakers. Is there anybody in particular that you absolutely love to work with? Well, my love is coaches. Uh, as, as you know, 20, year, 20 years in the coaching business, uh, and I've, I've had the pleasure of working with just some amazing people that are engaged in transformative work, right? They transform people's lives. They make people's lives better. So it's, it, I could spend all day long working with people who are engaged in some form of work and it doesn't have to be coaching. I mean, it could be a software, it could be a something, but you know, work that makes people's lives better. I mean, I, I don't think the world needs another pill. I don't think, you know, the world needs, you know, another gambling site. We probably have a lot of those. And, and I get requests from those kinds of companies all the time to help them market. And while 
you know, the money is attractive. It's not the most fun thing to do, right? If, when it's all about the money, it's it's really kind of just, yeah, right? But, <laughs> right? Right? Well, when you're changing someone's life, there's an energy there. There's an excitement there. And there's, there's, a, there's something, there's some invisible force that just drives me forward when it comes to that type of work. So, you know, uh, that's typically what I look for. But yeah, we, more than coaches, I mean, um, softwares, uh, iPhone apps, uh, and, you know, all, all sorts of different products and programs that we've been able to promote. Fun. So give us an example of a Cinderella story of one of your clients. Yeah. So actually I've got one kind of happening right now. And, uh, so she was, it was interesting how this one came into my world because she was actually, uh, someone that we, outsourced some work to uh, last year. And as a virtual assistant, we were paying her $25 an hour to do some stuff. And, uh, and, and great. And that relationship was working. And then one day out of the blue, I get this email saying, hey, you know, you happen to do what I, I want to do. And she's like, how do I get to $10,000 a month in in my business. And I'm like, well, first of all, stop charging $25 an hour. Then no. I had to stop and think for a second. No, no, like, except, Wait for a minute. except for us. I Hold just, on. yeah, I just heard, told my virtual assistant that to stop charging $25 an hour. I'm like, hmm, how do we work this? So we were able to work out a deal where it's like for everyone except for us. Um, and, uh, and so, but she was so new and didn't really know you know, really didn't know what needed to be put in place. But I think what she really had going for her was a willingness to act. And so I said, well, okay, well, first you got to set your foundation. You got to, you know, give a place for people to connect with you. So she put up a, a, a freebie on her website and she put up a webinar and I said, great, now you have somewhere to send people. Now go and get booked on podcasts, go and get booked on summits, go and get booked on any speaking event you can possibly get yourself booked on and start sending traffic to that. And that was it. Like, that's really all the foundation we had. We had a freebie, we had a webinar. And I said, go out there and get interviewed or speak everywhere you can. And then, so then she started getting leads and, and calls being booked. And she's like, okay, now I got calls booked. What do I say? Okay, great. Here's, <laughs> here's the questions you ask them. Okay, great. I just did this thing. How do, you know, what, how do I package my services? Here's the thing, go and do that. And then she got her first client uh, that was back in January and, uh, and, and she was so excited. And I said, great, now raise your prices because that was way, way too low. And uh, fast forward to today, I got an email from her um, last week and she just crossed the $10,000 mark this month, Yay! her first $10,000 month. And, uh, and really we're only talking about, you know, three months from the time she started. So, so amazing. Um, kudos to her though, because she actually took action and she put that into, into uh, place. And I would say overcame some of her, you know, we, we've had moments where there were tears shed uh, on, a, on a Zoom call and we have to sometimes break through where we're at to get to the next level. And, you know, she did that and it's been amazing, right? And so now the business is go out there, get on speaking events, get on podcasts, 
bring in the leads, send proposals and get clients. I mean, that's really, you know, if we were to overview the process <laughs> in five simple steps, that would be it. Nice. Love that. So what, what are the kind of some of the steps that people would take when they start working with you? Is it, is it, does it look just like that or does it look like something else? It, 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 the very first thing we do is we look at where you're at right now. So if you're just beginning, then obviously the work that we're going to be doing is getting that foundation laid. You have to have a place where you can send, you know, send traffic. So if you're going to get affiliate partners or referral partners, where do they send people? So if you have that presence already, so some people come to us, they already have the freebie, they already have the webinar. Uh, we look at it. Is this the right one? Is it all a good fit? So we have to look at the whole thing and just say, like, do we have that place to send people where they come into your world? Some sort of uh, freebie, some sort of a webinar, some somewhere where they enter. So if you don't have that yet, we help you to establish that. If you already have it, we don't assume anything. Let's look at it. Let's really make sure that it's the right fit and fine tune it because then we can go out and we can start re recruiting partners where we have that place to send people then come into your world. And, you know, um, there's no better way to, uh, I would say, activate and really motivate your affiliates than sending them a, a check for commissions, right? There's money in your pocket. Now there's money in their pocket and they will want to promote you more. So, I mean, that's, you know, where we start is really that foundation. Do you have that place where people can come into your world and and it will you know through some steps after that turn into clients but you need to have that one piece in place nice i love that so um what are some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might ha be having right now in their business and they're going oh my god chuck i need you so badly well, the big stumbling block I find is getting enough clients. It, we hear it all the time. And, you know, where do I find clients? You know, and they're trying all the things that they're told to do, like go and run Facebook ads. And as a former Facebook ad agency owner, <laughs> once upon a time, I would say, oh, yeah, no problem. We'll, we'll run Facebook ads. But honestly, the, the acquisition cost of a client, when you calculate all the cost of ads, is anywhere between $500 and $1,000 per client. Right? Wow. And, and for some people, that's fine. Like if your proposal is $5,000 and you're spending $1,000 to get a client, it's 20%. You can, you can afford to do that, but most people won't because you're paying upfront and it takes an incredible amount of courage to spend a few thousand dollars upfront to get a few you have to have hand. quite the well-oiled machine set up in order to be able to justify that. I mean, yeah, that would make sense, but <laughs> like, I, I will, I'll spend a dollar to make two any day, but. <laughs> right. So the big problem that people have, they're, they're trying the Facebook ads, they're trying to Google ads, because that's what the, the big people, you know, the big people in the space are telling you to do. But what they don't realize is those guys are spending $10,000 a day or more on ads. Just through the volume itself, they can make it work. Uh, because the, the biggest problem, I think, the, the people in our, uh, in our niche or niche, however you want to say it, um, the struggle with is they don't have the budget to even make that work. If you're going to spend anything less than $5,000 uh, on ads, 
but you're expecting the clients, it doesn't give you any room for optimization. It doesn't give you any room for, for failures or tests or anything. And so, so what do we do? We start to do this low budget or no budget, right? And so low budget on ads, it will take a long time and it will just suck up your money. Uh, no budget, you're relying on what we call free things. Like you go to all the networking events and you try to get into Google or you do post on social media four times a day and that doesn't get, in, get your clients either. And so there's a great deal of frustration. Whereas if you got one good, good email from a referral partner, let's say who had a list of 500 people or a thousand people. We're not talking about big lists here. And they send that email out to their list and they say, hey, go check out Michelle because Michelle's stuff is awesome. And now we've transferred that trust on to them. They go through to you and you get to sign up some clients and it can happen instantly. It can happen with inside of a 30 day uh, period. So, so, you know, we, we want to, overcome like the free all the free stuff that's time wasting totally time consuming does not work or will take a super long time i mean you want to get into number one of google for your keyword uh you're gonna have to work at it you're gonna have to work <laughs> at it consistently and most people won't do the consistency that really is required to get there um, and then and then with the paid ads they don't have the budget to really do it at a big enough scale to get that success. And so those are the obstacles that we're really helping people to overcome is let's save 80% of your time by eliminating all of that stuff. And let's just go to where the clients already are. Let's just go and try to connect those dots in an easier way. Nice, I love that. And you make a great point because I think a lot of people are concerned still, weirdly enough, that if they don't have 100,000 people on their list, that they're not worthy of joint ventures. And it's like, are you kidding me? If you got a list of 500, they know you. <laughs> they know you, they love you, they respect you. And that is an awesome list. Yeah, if you've got a list of 500 people, email me. <laughs> you know, I would definitely <laughs> right. do something with you for sure. Because look, even if there's just one client in there, I mean, what was it? It was an email. And, right. and if a client comes in, well, now there's money to compensate the partner who sent out the email. So it's win, 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 right? Absolutely. Love that. So I know that our listeners are going to want more from you. How do they start their journey with you? Yeah. So start by going to our website, uh, collaboratorsunite.com. And uh, on there, you can, uh, we our podcast is just full of stories about how we create these connections. And then we have our, what we have as our uh, collaborators toolkit, which will, you know, kind of get, give you some tools that you can add to your business. And uh, we, and, and then check out uh, podcastingforpartners.com. We do a free workshop every month where we talk about a uh, hundred ways to monetize through um, podcast guesting and hosting. And, you know, it's a, probably the best way into our world because we will definitely open your eyes into ways that you can monetize that are way easier than what you're probably doing right now. So I nice. love that. We will, of course, have that those links in the show notes, peeps. Be sure to go and download them, get a hold of Chuck because now he has a website. <laughs> but I'm sure he's still answering his calls. So you're all good. So Chuck, you've been awesome and amazing. I have to ask you, at what point in life did you know that you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? 
Oh my goodness. Well, uh, yeah, it was what point in my life I was, uh, I was in my early twenties and, uh, and I ended up doing, um, it was crazy door to door sales in Edmonton, Alberta, and it was minus 40. I don't know why anyone would want to do door to door sales in Edmonton in minus 40. Uh, but I did. And for some stupid reason, I loved it. <laughs> That's awesome. That business didn't last very long, but it it kind of ignited a spark in me. And ever since then, I couldn't work a job. I couldn't work for anyone else. So I always looked for uh, ideas in businesses I could get into. Uh, many of the early ones that didn't work, but uh, you know, looking for the creative ways in, and 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 you know, that's led me to some incredible opportunities because I'm always looking for a way of, you know, oh, how could I connect with that person and and do something with them, or how can I do something with them, and that's led me to some of the most amazing uh, opportunities. So that's really where it all started, right? And so I just needed to give it a try, and um, I've never looked back. I don't think I could have a job. I, I, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> yeah. there, there's just something that lights us on fire when that happens. And it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because I'm thinking some of the most successful people I know started at 40 below door-to-door <laughs> sales. It's like, you, you have got to light that spark. Otherwise, it's like, poof, gone. And I, for some reason, every super successful person I know has done door-to-door sales in like Edmonton, Winnipeg. <laughs> Right. I mean, that should be the trading ground. That that could be Edmonton's new thing to bring people in. Is like, come here. We train new entrepreneurs in the winter time. Exactly. We 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 will. uh, What do you call it when you put metal into the hot water and or the fire and then the cold water? Um. We're tendering you. There you go. Yes, there we go. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to learn really, really fast how to be resilient <laughs> and escape the cold, right? Because you had to go and sell something. Because if you, if you weren't selling something, you were outside walking in minus forty. So if you're inside doing a presentation, it was nice and warm. So you had a lot of and you got milk, milk and cookies at the right place. <laughs> Tea. Exactly, and they all felt sorry for you too. It was great. you've been awesome chuck thanks so much again for your time i appreciate it immensely any last words for our peeps no uh, well uh, finally i would just say like if you've got an idea if you've got a dream if you've got something that you really want to do just do it um take action towards it it's not going to be always easy it's not always going to be pretty in fact sometimes it can be messy but the only way to fail is to quit or to give up. And so there's always a next step and there's always a solution to whatever you've got now. So just keep moving forward. Love it. Peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being with us here today. We love helping you grow and scale your business. So be sure to subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app and reach out to me and Michelle at awarenessstrategies.com with any topic or discussion you'd like me to have. Thanks. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.